Rockin' Bob Rock, where we're bringing you rock interviews from around the globe. I'm your host, Rob Edwards. Our shows are always available wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss an episode. Follow us on our social media and our website, talkaboutrock.com. On this episode, we'll be speaking with Sammy Lee, the founder and drummer of Red Rain. Formed in the summer of 2013 in Richmond, Virginia, the lineup consists of singer-guitarist Carton Bubble McMichael, guitarist Stevie Shred, bassist Larry Moore, and Sammy Lee on drums. They've just released their third single, No Peace, No Love, from the forthcoming album, Don't Look Back, due out on October 27th from Deco Entertainment. Next up, Sammy Lee, Red Rain on Talking About Rock. Okay, we now have with us Sammy Lee of Red Rain. Hello, Sammy. Welcome to Talking About Rock. Hey, Robert. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Great, great. Yeah. Glad you could make it for us here. So I wanted to go through a little bit of history with you guys. We know you're here to talk about the new album, Don't Look Back, out on October 27th. But I want to give our listeners a little bit of background on you folks, if they may not be aware. So you guys came out with a self-titled EP in 2016. And you worked on that with uh, Grammy Award-nominated multi-platinum producer David Ivory. That's correct. Tell us uh, about hooking up with him. Uh, Wonderful experience, uh, to be honest with you. But uh, David came on in about 2016. We got his name through uh, our publicist, uh, Chip Ruggieri of Chipster PR. Um, Got on a phone call with David the first time we ever spoke to him. And it just would, it just fit right away. And, uh, he's just, he's just great to work with, you know, um, you know, I've said many times he doesn't, uh, he doesn't change your ideas. He just makes them better. So we were very fortunate to bring him on and it's, uh, it's been a great relationship for the first two albums. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. You guys have shared the stage with Dokken, Extreme, Jackal, Lita Ford and Tesla, but I was also reading, he also uh, did some shows with Quiet Riot and the late uh, Frankie Minnelli. That had to be amazing as well. Yeah, that was a, it was a great experience. Um, you know, got to actually sit and talk to Frankie. We opened for Quiet Riot twice. Um, Red Rain has. And uh, the first time with Frankie, the second time without, unfortunately. But uh, just a nice guy, you know, um, sat and talked to him for about five minutes and uh wished us the best and um you know it's just very sad what happened and we were sad we didn't get to play with him again so um great great experience yeah he's always had had such a great relationship with his fans you know and i know everyone misses him dearly so that was so cool you guys got to got to hook up with them and do that so for the new album here we talked about a little bit a minute ago for don't look back you guys are working with david again on this that's true so he he came back and did the tracks again for you guys because it just fit so well like you were saying yeah, it was, um, you know, kind of a no-brainer, you know. I mean, you 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 stick with what what works, and the the EP really, it's funny. We, we joke with David because uh, David brought up the joke. The EP took a ride for almost five and a half years. You know, we toured behind it, we played shows behind it, and um, you know, I, I use the term uh, fortunate, but it's not. Obviously, COVID stopped the world and unfortunately people got sick and people lost their lives, which is completely unfortunate, but in right to kind of switch over to the music world, it gave us a, a breather to write, to write new material, which we weren't able to do when everything just kind of shut down. So, um, you know, 
which 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 helped the band, not the world, but helped the band. Yeah, and, that seems uh, to be the story from so many artists. You know, they, yeah. they weren't playing gigs, so they're like, okay, let's work on material, let's write some stuff, maybe put some stuff in the can or whatever. So maybe we'll have it down the road or whatever. But a, a good time to work on ideas, definitely. I think that's the only plus that, that came out of any of this for sure. I, I was going to say the only plus, which there's so many negatives, obviously. But yes, in a musical world, not life in general, in a musical world, it gave us a breather to uh, sit down and fine tune some of the, the demos that we had sent to David. So yes. Um, and it gave us a chance to write a full length album. We were kind of contemplating on maybe doing another EP, mm -hmm. but uh, the full length album just, you know, um, really, really was our goal, but what at one point we're, was not sure for uh, some songs were ready, but that's what David's good at and helped us uh, move along the songs that we have on the album. So yeah not, yeah, not only did you have him, but you also got uh, George Lynch on the track. Don't look back. Also playing with George you guys, Lynch. which <laughs> is amazing on that track. You can, you can tell that's, that's him playing. He has such a style, right. And, uh, and, and the swagger, I would kind of almost say to it, you know, we got, we were very fortunate, you know, and it's funny too. Um, it's it's a long story, and I won't bore with with the details of the long story. But um, our, our good friends over at uh, Classic Metal Show, Chris Aiken and Neely, really helped facilitate that. They're friends with the Doc and Camp and George, and helped facilitate that. Neely and I were the only ones that knew about George. Uh, didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell the band. I didn't tell anybody. You know. Mm -hmm. And when you when when you're when you're doing this and and unfortunately again like a life event where everything had shut down and you're trying to get back to where you were we needed a splash and that was a splash we needed and very very lucky that uh we had some friends who knew him and could ask him and very very fortunate that he said yes and he was very gracious about everything yeah he definitely seems to be a, a great guy to work with lately i know early in the 80s he seemed to be a little more difficult we had him on the show here about a month ago or so he's working on another project but yeah it's definitely hearing a lot of positives all the way around yeah. about george lately so that's that's just yeah, great very you know uh and i'm a drummer you know so but but have george let you know you're as excited as uh you know if neil pert for me neil pert was on the album you know i mean it's just uh peer excuse me but uh, yeah yeah so just we were very fortunate. Very, very cool. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll check out the latest single you guys got out, No Peace, No Love, from the forthcoming album, Don't Look Back, out on October 27th from Red Rain. I'll be right back here on Talking About Rock.
Okay, we're back here on Talking About Rock with Sammy Lee from Red Rain. Just checked out the track there for No Peace, No Love. Good stuff, man. I really I really like the tracks. I got a chance to listen to a little bit of it within the last week or so. Very, very cool stuff. But I always like to ask drummers, and you know, sometimes you get the different answer. I always like to ask, you know, what were your drummer influences? Did you have a couple different ones? Did you have like the main the main standby guys, you know, or what was it? What was it for you? Well, you know, if you know me, you get tired of the answer. And the tie the answer is always for me, Alex Van Halen. Really? Okay. Alex Van Halen. Alex that Van- wasn't that wasn't the answer I would expect, but yeah, really? he's yeah, he's definitely I think I think he was a lot overshadowed for a while. You know, I think more people now realize it than did back then. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. But, but I, I'm a I'm a Van Halen fan. I mean, like that's my that's my band. That's it. Uh old school, the original Van Halen, as I like to say. But Alex Van Halen just uh I mean, the drumming is phenomenal. And I, I agree with you. I think not only is he overshadowed, I think he's overlooked uh, by a lot of people in the business. And I, I don't understand it. You know, I, I, I you know, and again, I, music is subjective. I get it. And everybody has their own opinion. I get it. Right. But when you see these polls, he's like 50 or 60. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do rock drummers, he's definitely a top 10. Uh, again, that's right. a, my opinion. Right. But right, I think they just saw that you know Eddie and Eddie and Dave were taken off as the stars, and they kind of just let that go. And and it's been said a lot now that Alex is kind of like more the businessman behind the scenes, making yep. making things choices and figuring things out. So he he was good with that. Yeah, you know, I, you know, and I and, and it's uh, but you know, you know, it's funny. I saw an interview and to go off a little bit with Eddie years ago, and somebody had said. It, uh, or the, the the interviewer asked Eddie, if I was to put the tablature of eruption in front of you, would you know what to play? And he said, no. So my point being is like hot for teachers, some of those drum licks like back, back then before tablature would any, it, people would struggle with that. You know, it's, right. that's, you know, drum licks um, like any other licks, bass licks, guitar licks. Like if you didn't have the tablature and the help and the, and the, and the, um, the videos out, I mean, you'd struggle to get that stuff. And to me, that's impressive. Right. Uh, and back in the day, you had to keep like rewinding your cassette or whatever right. back and forth. And that's right. that's what you had to do until like Guitar Magazine had the tab and stuff and different things like that. But that's that's how you had to figure it out back then. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, listen, you know, there's so many musicians. Actually, there's musicians who probably pick it up that, you know, the first time they heard it. Don't don't get me wrong. But I, I just think Alex, you know, everybody you're right. Everybody focused on Dave being the front man. And, and, and of course, Eddie is Eddie. But to have that rhythm section behind Eddie, you know, Michael Anthony and Alex was just Alex's. I don't know. That's my drummer. That's my go-to. Yeah. So in the big split, you stayed in the Van Halen camp and not, and not the Dave camp when they had the big split. You stayed nope, with I two. went with Dave. You went with Dave. I went with Dave too. I yeah. went with Dave too. I was, uh, he was such the showman, yep. you know, and I just couldn't, I couldn't, uh, handle Sammy at that time, you know, now, but, uh, uh, and, and, you know, uh, and I'll go off. And that's another thing, too. So Dave had, you know, of course, there's Alex. And then Dave had Greg Bissonette, another one of my favorite drummers. Right. Exactly. So, but, you know, it's not that it's not that I, you know, I, I um, yeah, I mean, to have that rock and roll attitude. I mean, that's what got me, you know, not only the music, but Dave. Dave was the front man. He was the loud mouth. He was the Toastmaster, whatever you want to call him. And that just kept you interested. But um, 
I liked I liked Sammy Hagar when it you know with Montrose and some of the older stuff and you know in his in his project HSAS which was a great project right right but I, there's some stuff that he did solo that just wasn't for me and when he joined Van Halen it wasn't even that the music was good I mean the music was good it's just you're bitter because you were David Lee Roth fan I mean really <laughs> let's be honest you know but I followed yeah. Dave I went with the Dave route and yeah. now to be honest I'm you know I listened to the Van I listened to the Sammy or Van Hagar stuff. And it, it's, it's good stuff. But for me, I like the dirty, dirtier, grittier Van Halen, which is what I think it is. It's two separate bands. And I, I, I right. I like that. the fair warning type of days and stuff oh, like well, that. Women and children. See that yeah. outside of one, if you had to ask which one's the best of day, one is by itself. One is right. Itself. But outside of that women and children first to me is priceless. Yeah. I think it's one of the best albums they ever did. Yeah. Definitely a great album. So for a drummer, what's what's your go-to stuff? Do you have a go-to kit you like to use? Do you use certain symbols or what what's your gear usually? Or do you change it up sometimes? I don't. You know, it's funny. Ever since I've been in bands and I'm talking way back when, I've used two kits. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I had a Yamaha Tour custom kit that was awesome. And it was hand painted. It wasn't a shell. Um, and I rode that thing for 25 years. I mean, that was a great set. And then it kind of broke down. And then I bought a, a PDP Maple Custom Kit. And I really like that. And I've, I've had that for a while. And um, cymbals, uh, you know, I use Peisty. And not going to lie, because Alex used Peisty. But I did, mm -hmm. I did try Zildjian's. And, excuse me. And, you know, I... Um, I hit kind of hard and I know there's other drummers that hit harder than me, but I was, uh, I was cracking them quicker than I could keep them. Mm. But when I got to the Peisty Roods, um, I rarely cracked them. So they were a heavier symbol, but now I've changed over. What I did for the new album is I, I, um, excuse me. I, um, I bought the, um, I can't think of the night was it the 909 series, the 903 series, the color, the color Peisties. So I have now black and red symbols all sprinkled through the kit. Nice, nice. Pretty that's cool. Got, that's got. To look I went for the good. look instead of the sound. Right. Yeah, but that's got to look very, definitely very cool. Very. It good. is cool. It really is. With the new, the new logo that's on the new album, I put on the on the drum head, and so yeah, I, I think it, it it's it's pretty awesome. Excellent, excellent. So you guys got any other plans? Any shows coming up? Any things you're looking at, or maybe you could give us hints towards, or is this stuff still in the works? So, you know. Again, when the album came out, um, and it took a while, the album came out a little, or is coming out a little later than originally we had thought. But um, so the, the the plan is to get the album out, uh, spread the word as much as we can. Uh, just had a, a call with the t with our team today that you know now the focus will be probably starting in November is starting to book shows. So that's uh, but that's a tough you know you know if you've been in this business and you know it that's a tough thing to do because. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we all have families and, you know, there's not, uh, I don't think there's any secret in telling you there's not a lot of money in this business. Right. Right. You know, leave for a month or two and, and not have a job. It's kind of tougher for us, but uh, yeah. we'll navigate our way. We'll find our way and find some shows. So that's, that is the next step. That's the next progression after we get this album out and the album, um, which you're probably going to ask me, but I'll throw it out a little. The album comes out a week from Friday on 1027 is when the complete release is. Yep, yep. I, we got that information and we shared that with everyone. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. That's going to be very cool. And like you said, I, I know it is very tough 
you know, booking shows and everything's so expensive now. Travel's so expensive and everything. And it's got to, it's got to definitely fit in to whatever your schedule is and what's going on for sure right. to do that. But yeah. And so we're, we, and we're going to, we're going to navigate. We're, we, we've talked about maybe doing, you know, uh, we're talking about finding a tour. I mean, so that, I mean, you know, there is going to be some weeks we'll be on the road at some point in time, which just it's got to be right. You know, it's got to be the right fix. We, we, we try not to rush into anything. We really, we're really pretty methodical about the moves we make. You have to be, you know, yeah. So today's world, because, uh, you know, music is a, is a, a, a flashing light uh, because there's so much out there and to keep everybody's attention. Uh, right. Hard, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So and you guys are located in uh, Virginia, right? We're located in Richmond, Virginia. That's correct. Yeah. So you play some dates and some shows out in your own area, I assume, right out there. Not really. No, not too much. Because, you know, we're we we we're an all original power hard rock band. Um, And uh, again, nothing wrong with that. But people want to hear covers and we don't do covers. Yeah, that is such the thing that's going on. We have uh, we have two original bands that I can think of. that are just, you know, started around the Buffalo area in the last couple of years. And it's the same thing. It's really hard to break through with original material. Um, you just got to kind of push the heck out of it. Yeah, they want it. People want to hear what they know. They want to hear covers, you know, so it's yeah, it's just so hard for original music. It is. But here's the problem. This is the only problem I have about that. I get it. Listen, we all know what we know and we love what we know and and, and so on. But when you go out to these places and I, I don't go out as much as I used to anymore. Uh, but when you go see a band and you talk to people and it's like, Hey, you know, there's really no good music out there. And that is, that's not true. There is a, there is a bunch of great music. Oh out yeah. There. Great tons, bands out there. Tons of bands are releasing music all the time. I get stuff time. from frontiers, from deco, from all different places, bands coming out. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, because it's not where they're, it's easily accessible of turning a switch and it's on the radio, then there's no good music. There's plenty of it out there. You got to look, if you like hard rock, heavy metal, death metal, all that, all the stuff that's not on the radio, it's out there on the internet and there's a lot of it. And there's some great bands out there. Uh, you know, we'd like to think we're one of them, but I mean, I know I, doing some of the tours that we've done and the shows we've done, we've got to meet some other bands and um, good music, great music. So I would suggest somebody go look for it. It's there. Yeah. So if the folks want to check out more about you, where should they go? Should they check you out on Facebook or website or what, where should they look you up? Yeah, thanks. It's uh, so we're redrainband.com, uh, but it's R-E-D. And as you can see on your screen, R-E-D-R-E-I-G-N band. And if you look that up, it'll go, you'll, you'll see our website, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're on everything. There's videos, We've released three singles with three videos that don't look back with George Lynch. There's a great video we did about um, mental health uh, that's called Here I Am that's out. And uh, and then No Peace, No Love. Yeah, yeah, I know Dawkins booking some shows, too, that he's going to be touring on a new album, too. So or Don's going to be putting out some stuff. And, and I know George is always working on projects. He's always got something new coming up. So maybe something can come up in that camp for you, too. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you know, we'd like to take any show we can, you know. Um, uh, so, you know, we're just that's that's it, again, you got to be methodical about it. You know, you don't you don't want to just jump on something that may not work for the band, may yeah. not work for that. You know, the opener or, or the headliner doesn't want it or, you know, so. But yeah, that's definitely, again, the next progressive step we're going to be taking. But yeah. we're very excited about getting the album out first. That's 
it's we, we really work, you know, not that we didn't work hard on the first one, but really dug in on this one and we're very excited about it. Yeah, I, yeah. The I, think, are I think people are gonna great. like it. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. people are gonna like it. Very, very cool. So yeah, everyone, you can check out the new album, Don't Look Back, due out on October 27th from Red Rain. You can check that. And you guys are going to release it online as well and the streaming services or? I believe that's correct. Yep. That'd be a question for, for Deco, but yes, Deco. my understanding it's going to be released everywhere and you can get it on Spotify, Apple, um, you know, all the places that are downloadable music sites. Very, very cool. All right. So we'll look forward to all that coming out from you, Sammy. So great for chatting with us today. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, I appreciate your time. And I, I say this to everybody. Thank you so much for supporting bands like us, because if it wasn't for your guys and your shows, you know, it, it probably wouldn't get out there. So we thank you. And uh, and we, we appreciate you spreading the word for Red Ring. Definitely, man. That's what we're all about. All right, Sammy, have a good night. Thanks so much. You too, Robert. Take care. Thank you so much. Yeah.